welcome to episode 51 of the Daniel Yours podcast. Here's how to actually stick to your New Year's fitness goals. Let's go. I've been thinking for far too much time already about a clever, funny joke to start this one off to get the new year, first episode of the new year going, but I got nothing. So this is what we get. (laughs) Happy new year, everybody. I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a great holiday and were able to spend it with as many family and friends as you were able to, despite, you know, all that is going on. I felt that I wanted to do this first episode about new year's fitness goals and for a couple reasons. One, because a lot of us have New Year's fitness goals and me trying to be the fitness health guy. How can I do the hashtag influencer thing without talking about New Year's fitness goals? But aside from the joking part of that, I know a lot of people have set New Year's fitness goals and as they do every year and as they do every year, we don't always stick to those goals. And that's okay. There's there's a lot of reasons why we are not able to accomplish those goals or you know roadblocks come up or things change or what have you. Un- unlimited amount of um, excuses or reasons as to why we don't achieve these goals. And so I want to give my advice on the fitness side of things. If you have goals, this is not a goal setting. I'm not some, you know, life coach guru stuff, but I'm just going to make this very specific to, you know, our, our fitness goals and how to think about achieving those fitness goals. Um, so, so don't, so don't expect me to be giving you like all kinds of crazy, you know, life advice. And I'm again, not, not a goal setting guru, all that kind of stuff. So, um, Here's the other thing. Uh, today, for context, today is January 6th at the time that I'm recording this, and this episode will be released on January 7th. Um, and the reason that I'm doing this a little bit later, as opposed to last week or the week before, ahead of Christmas time, or ahead of New Year's time, sorry, is that a lot of us do great at trying to achieve a goal, and then you know the first week goes by, and we already fall off by the end of that first week, or we set out some perfect path in our mind, and by the end of the, the first week, we already realized that, oh, I, I missed some stuff. I wasn't perfect. I didn't like fail my goal already, but I wasn't perfect. Oh, okay. I'll get him next year. You know, that, that goal, there's that meme that comes out like every January 2nd. It's like, ah, this wasn't the year. Next year's my year, but let's, let's not make that happen. So I want to just give some, some fitness, some actionable fitness advice for, for fitness goal setting. And I, Really, really, I'm going to try and keep this one short, but let's see. We we know how that uh, tends to go. So with fitness goals, um, some of the biggest things that I see as part of the reason anyways that are conducive to why we don't reach them are mainly because we don't have real goals. And what I mean by that is this. We all remember those like smart goal things that they tried to teach us in school, or, or we remember that they taught us it, but we don't remember what it actually was. That that kind of does very much matter for fitness. And we're not going to go through it personally. I don't even remember what the acronym actually stands for, um, but we have to have actual real goals. And here's what I mean. Wanting to lose weight, that's a good goal. I mean, everyone wants to do that. Wanting to get healthy or get fit these are good goals, but these are not actual goals. There's nothing to aim at. There's no there's no specificity to it. So how do you actually lose weight? Well, I'm just going to lose weight. Okay, we've got to have a little bit more to that. I'm going to get healthy. Well, we've got to have a little bit more to that. I want to get stronger. Okay, great. We all want to do these things. I want to get rich. I want to make more money. Okay, yeah, obviously. But you got to have a plan to do that. Like That's not really a goal. And so we need to think about how to make goals. Let me give some examples now of things that are more specific. If you want to lose weight, put a number 
on the number of pounds that you're going to lose or have an idea of an image that you'd like to see in the mirror or have a, you know, like a pant size type of thing. Now, I say the, the pant size and the weight, the number on the scale with a grain of salt, and, and you have to determine if that's a good goal for you as a way to think about it because a lot of us can start to have negative feelings towards the scale and put too much self-worth in those numbers and these kind of things, which which I understand. I, I think that it's not good, obviously, um, and it can cause a lot more problems than than it solves. So, you know, you've got to be careful and figure out if that's right for you. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit later in this episode about like goals based in positivity versus goals based in negativity. And so we're going to come back to the weight loss thing. Getting healthy. That This is another common goal. I'm going to get healthy. Well, what does that mean to you? Does it mean you're going to quit smoking? Does it mean you are going to improve your sleep? Does it mean you are going going to improve your nutrition? Like what does it, what does get healthy mean? There needs to be a way to define what that actually is so that you have something to aim at. It's like saying, okay, let's go play golf. Um, okay, that's great. Let's go play golf in my backyard. Where's the hole? Uh, there's no hole. We're just going to play golf. Like that doesn't really, that's not playing golf. Golf is about shooting the ball into the hole, not just about shooting the ball into nowhere. Like you don't go play golf at the driving range. You go hit balls at the driving range. You don't go play golf where there's nothing to aim at. So we can't have our fitness goals the same way where we don't have anything to actually aim at that's somewhat tangible. So that's, that's the healthy one. And same with the strength, have some strength numbers in head in your head. If you say, I want to get stronger, I want to get my deadlifts stronger. And I, and I know that I always refer back to this example, but it doesn't really matter. You want to get your deadlift stronger. Okay. What's your current deadlift at? And, and what do you want it to be at? You, your deadlift is currently hundred pounds and you want it to be 130 pounds. Great. That's a, that's a good goal. Now you have something to measure and a way to like achieve that goal. The other thing is that these goals do need to be reasonable. If your deadlift is 100 pounds and you say at the end of the year, I want to deadlift 700 pounds, like that's probably not in the cards, right? If you want to lose 150 pounds, that, that well, okay, that's a little bit of an extreme example and that like maybe in the cards kind of thing if you really had that much weight to lose, but poor example, and I should probably just scratch that, but uh, I'm not going to go through and edit this that much to take that out. And now I'm just rambling about this. So scratch that example, but your, your goals have to be reasonable to achieve. And aside from the pure strength stuff, here's another one. People say, I'm going to work out every day. Are you really going to work out every day? 365 days a year, no days off. And it's not about the no days off mentality, but there's not going to be one day where you know, something's going to come up, something very legitimate where you just can't work out. What if you, you, you catch a cold, you get sick, you, you, you hurt your ankle, you, I don't know, anything, any million number of things that can come up that might lead you to not working out that day. Um, so your goals need to be something that is actually able to be achieved. And it has to also be actually able to be achieved by you, not by somebody else, not by David Goggins. David Goggins is a savage, if you don't know who he is, and maybe he can do some crazy ass stuff. Like you cannot run a marathon every day. That's not just not going to happen more likely than not. Whoever, (laughs) you know, whoever you are, that's listening to this. You can't run a marathon every day. It's not a reasonable goal for you, for you to set out and achieve. So goals have to be very reasonable and they have to be specific as well. We have to know what we're aiming at and that it is possible. That is the biggest thing. I think time is also an important part. And I guess I'm probably going through the smart things without even knowing the acronym, but timing is, is, important, but less important. I think timing is better for just setting small goals. If you say, I want to have a goal for the whole year. Okay, great. Well, 
if you're a goal for the whole year, lose 30 pounds. Well, maybe in the first in the first couple months, you want to lose seven pounds or whatever, whatever it is. So set smaller goals along the way. And I'm going to come back to the smaller and achievable goals in a second, but th- that's the really the only thing that matters about, about time. But the biggest thing is that you have something that is actually able to be measured that you can aim at. And more importantly, so that you can create some action steps to lead towards that goal. If you have the goal of increasing your deadlift by X number of pounds, you have to have a way to actually lay out your programming, lay out your workouts, lay out your nutrition so that you can achieve that goal. If you want to lose so much weight, whatever amount of weight that is, you need to lay out your nutrition and lifestyle and all the things in such a way that is conducive to losing that amount of weight. Otherwise, you're just making a plan to do nothing. You're just making a plan for the sake of making a plan and it may or may not be conducive to your goals. And then you may achieve something, but not the thing that you wanted, which is going to feel like a failure to you. So we, we want to avoid that as well. So think about creating a specific goal so that you can create actual action steps and a roadmap or a plan to then achieve those goals. And I know that this stuff sounds simple, but if you haven't actually thought about this and your new year's goal is I want to get fit. I want to get healthy. Then, then you haven't really thought about this. And if you're still, and I know it's only been six days, but or seven days by the time you listen to this. But if you, if you've already fallen off, then then something has been missing. If you've tried multiple years in a row now to make a change fitness wise with your New Year's goals, and it's been every year your your New Year's resolution is to get fit. There's obviously something that's got to give. It's it's obviously not not working. Whatever it is that you've been doing, so we've got to continue to to improve that and make it better. Now, I'm not like knocking everybody. I, I have fitness goals every year as well. It doesn't mean that they weren't working all the time. It's, you know, there's always a goal. There's always something to like continue to chase. So, so that's not the thing that I'm talking about. I'm talking about if you've had the same goal of, again, we'll just use the classic example of losing weight. If you've had that same goal every single year, you know, there's obviously something that's, that's going wrong there. So we've got to change the way that we're doing it. Now, one thing that I think is worth mentioning here is this conversation, and I've had this with guests in, in various episodes of the podcast previously, but the conversation about going all out versus the slow and steady. So we get very excited when we set a new goal. It's the new year, new month, you know, new, 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 and I'm just going to like totally change my life and go for it. I've said this before as well, but I don't think that there is something inherently wrong with the all out attitude and and going all out for every for you know whatever your fitness goal is i don't think that it's for everyone i don't think that it's best for everyone and i certainly don't recommend it for most people however some people think that they are one of those people who can do with the all out mentality and some people want to be that so if you are one of those people who wants to go all out, no, I'm going to do everything. I'm going to eat every single meal healthy. I'm going to work out every day. I'm going to do, you know, whatever, 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 then, then that's fine, but let's do it. The, the thing that changes or the thing that in my opinion makes it successful is two things. One, it's just your personality and how you are with other things. If you're truly that person, then you can make it work. The second thing, and that's a little bit more tangible is having a stop date. You have to understand that you cannot go all out for forever. You can't work out as hard as you can every single day and eat perfectly every single every single day, every single meal, every single bite. It's just not going to happen unless you're willing and able to 
change your entire life, everything about your life. That probably means moving cities. It probably means losing your friends, probably means buying a new home, getting a new job. It probably means overhauling your entire life, not just like, oh, changing your routine. It probably means changing everything about your life in order to perfectly stick to that. So that's not reasonable for most people. So if you want to go all out and you want to build that momentum, say, I need to go all out. I need to be super hardcore about this so that I can get that that positive momentum going so that I can carry that forward. I think that that's okay. I use this approach with myself and with select few clients, but it's always for a limited time. And that's the key. It's this. I'm going to go, I'm going to eat in this certain way. I'm going to eat perfect, but I'm going to do it for a month. And at the end of that month, I know that it's over. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to be perfect for forever because that's too daunting. There's too many variables. There's too many uncontrollables. And there are too many ways to mess up. And, and, and again, it's just impossible to actually stick to it. So if you set that end date in a reasonable end date, not oh, I'm going to be perfect for eight months, that's still far too long. In my experience, it's been generally somewhere between three to six weeks where one can really like just kind of dig down, bear down and be absolutely perfect at whatever thing it is. It's very hard to be perfect at everything, but you can just be like, hey, I'm going to work out every single day for the month of January. That's a reasonable goal, right? But you know that it's not going to be every single day for the rest of eternity because that's unreasonable. So if you are one of these people that wants to set, wants to take the all or nothing approach, then have an end date to when that all or nothing thing happens. And then you settle into, you know, regular life. You you have to make this part of your lifestyle. It has to be part of something you do. And so in order to do that, you have to be able to do these things all the time, given all the possible variables that may happen in life. So setting an end date is a very important part of the all or nothing thing. Now, having said all of that, um, I still hardly believe that the slow and steady approach is probably best for most people. Um, and I would even add to that that you probably still need to start even slower than you think you do. I've I've thought about this a lot and and thought, well, what's the most important thing to get good at when starting a fitness journey? Is it getting good at nutrition? Is it getting proficient in the gym and exercises and and what like what is it that is that is most important thing to improve or most important skill to have or you know whatever. And I've come to the conclusion that the most important thing to get good at and the first thing that you need to practice is consistency. And (laughs) if you've listened to many episodes, you might not be surprised at that because I seem to come back to that for everything. But getting consistent with your fitness and nutrition and health routine overall is, is difficult. And it's the most, it's the hardest thing. For example, let's just take a, couple of quick things. Going to the gym, let's say you pick a goal, you're going to go to the gym three days a week. It's a pretty reasonable goal. You can spend three hours, say with travel time and chit chat and nonsense, it's it's two hours per, per, you know, it takes you two hours. You work out for an hour, but it takes up two hours of your day. So that's three times a week times two hours, six hours a week. Pretty reasonable goal. Okay. We got that. Now, what about our nutrition? The other big one. Well, you eat three times a day. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of things. That's a lot of opportunity for there to be mistakes. And what about sleeping? You sleep every day. Are you going to sleep perfectly every day? Are you going to manage your stress perfectly every day? So you can see how already we've got up to 
no, I'm bad at math, but we've got up to like 30 things that can go wrong. 30 decisions that have to be made correctly every single week and have to be perfect. So the most important thing is to get good at being consistent. Now, the way that I think that we get good at being consistent is by figuring out what we can actually do. So if you set smaller and very achievable goals and just start checking boxes, start collecting wins, stacking up the W's, I think that that goes a long way. If we say we want to work out all the time, great. Maybe let's try and get in the gym twice in a week. And if you've never been to a gym, once. Like go to the gym once and then see because it's a whole crazy place. And we're not not going to go into like getting into new gyms and, and the whole like, you know, new new year gym thing right now anyways. But um, go to the gym once. If, if you've been to the gym before and, you, and you're, you're comfortable in that environment and all that kind of stuff, make it a habit to get to the gym twice. It's, it's, a, it's a little bit more of a commitment than it seems. And if you start stacking up that it's pretty easy, pretty, you know, normal routine for you to get there twice, then you can go three times. Then once you're pretty good at going three times, you can pretty much hit that every week and it's normal for you. It's not like going out of your way and so inconvenient to the rest of your life. Then you can stack on four and five and you probably don't need to lift that many times in the week, but you know, kind of whatever, whatever it is that you need to get up to. Same thing with your nutrition. Instead of saying, I'm going to eat all my meals perfectly. Say, this would be a common one. Say something like, I'm going to cook at home one meal per day. That's it. Choose one. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. I'm going to cook at home one meal per day. The rest of them can be however else you get your meals, either bought, takeout, grocery store, you know, wherever you, wherever you get your meals from. And start there. And the reason that I say that starts slowing down, start, start so slow, as I said at the beginning, is because you can stack that win. You collect that win, you feel good, you made some positive momentum, and you get good at being consistent. And then after, once you're getting good at eating one meal a day at home, then you say, oh, I'm going to eat all my meals, uh, two meals a day at home, breakfast every day at home. And then you can just get more specific to the point where you build up to the, to the place where you're good enough at being consistent to really stick with that goal and to to then start tweaking it. And then you add on to this, right? You add on to it every time. As you collect wins, as you get better at that skill, then then you can start to build upon it and add more to it and get more specific. Okay, now I'm going to make all my meals, you know, whatever, something more specific. I'm struggling <laughs> to think of an example. My, my brain is blanking right now. But you can, get, you can get more specific with your meals. Then you can start playing with your macros, for example. I'm going to make all my meals have protein in them now. I'm already, I'm, I've, I've did the one meal per day at home. Now I'm cooking all my meals by myself, except for maybe one meal with, with friends on the weekend or something like that. Now every single meal is going to have protein. And so you stack these week by week, week by week, week by week. And before you know it, you're doing all the things. Instead of overhauling your your entire diet and you know trying to go from zero to, to, to a million. So I think that setting those small achievable goals, it sets a lot of, it allows us to kind of roll with positive momentum. And I think that that is a very useful tool in achieving fitness goals. Now, I mentioned somewhere near the beginning, something about building goals that come from a place of positivity as opposed to a place of negativity. What I mean by that is this. When we have a goal of losing weight, losing is a negative term. You're losing weight because you don't feel healthy, you don't feel sexy, 
you don't like the way you look, something like that, right? No one's losing weight just because it's fun. Like it's not, it's not fun to lose weight. Nobody would ever say that. So it is a negative thing inherently, and that's okay. Sometimes it's necessary because, you know, we need to lose weight to be healthy, some of us, and that's okay. That's okay to admit that, and that's okay to do that. So instead of thinking about everything from a negative lens, which is very difficult and not that fun, what if we shift it to a positive lens? So instead of thinking about losing weight, what are you gaining through your training? And I've spoken about this before, and I will speak about it for forever. Through your workouts, you're not losing fat. I did a whole podcast episode about this a while back, but you cannot train your body fat. It doesn't exist. It's impossible. Losing body fat is not a real goal of exercise. You train your muscles to do things that muscles do. One of those things is not losing fat. So with your training, you got to be focusing on getting stronger, getting bigger muscles, making your muscles more endure or have higher endurance, your cardiovascular health, like, you know, whatever it is. So why don't we focus on gaining something, gaining performance, a performance goal in the gym, or gaining happiness, gaining feeling better, gaining more energy. Shift that focus in your head. It doesn't mean that you do things differently. It just means that you frame it differently in your mind. And so, you know, approaching a goal with a place of positivity that you're going to get something is much happier, first of all, and therefore uh, you're much more likely to stick with it rather than thinking about, oh, I'm trying to lose something, I'm trying to punish myself, this exercise is to lose weight, I'm eating this food because I have to lose weight, because I need to take this weight off, and it's just daunting, and the whole experience is negative and murky, and they're going to leave you with a bad taste in your mouth. You're going to develop a bad relationship with exercise and with food, because you're using them as a way to punish yourself by for losing weight. Weight loss is a, is a controlled starvation to a degree, right? And so it's a, it's an inherently negative and inherently shitty and not fun process, but but again, a necessary one. So we need to try and frame this as positive as we can so that we can build up habits of health f- for the rest of our life. So I think that that is a, an underappreciated tool that we can use is simply just reframing our goals out of a place of positivity as opposed to coming at things from a place of negativity. So I, I would encourage you to to, re, to think about that, to really think about your goals and why are you doing it and why are you doing the things you're doing. And you may need to lose weight. Like that's a totally reasonable goal. My personal goal right now is to lose weight and listen to the past school podcast I, or two podcasts ago like about the bulk stuff. Like I gained a whole bunch of fat just so I can show people how to lose it and follow along with me on my Instagram for that. Um but it's but it's not about the losing of it it's about well what am i gaining my my training in the gym is not it's obviously changing because i'm not focusing on hypertrophy but i'm not training to lose weight it doesn't it just doesn't work so i'm i'm thinking about gaining all the performance that i'm gaining in the gym and all these other things so you frame it positively in your mind we don't ever want exercise and healthy habits to be associated negatively ever because then we're less likely to do them right and one other thing and and i'm doing pretty good on time i think here um this is an important note, and, and I wasn't planning on talking about this, but uh, you know, recent circumstances um, create this, make this necessary. So I live in Ontario, just outside of Toronto, um, and we are we have just started another lockdown here, which means gyms are closed. And I know that many other cities and regions and areas of the world are are entering various forms of lockdowns with gyms 
may or may not be closing. So given that, I know that a lot of people had, you know, fitness goals, get back in the gym, get strong, get this, get that, get you know, the other thing. And then the gym's closed. That can be pretty daunting. I'm totally with you. Um, but we're not here to talk about that. I just want to kind of give some, some thoughts on how to adjust your goals. So one thing that I think is important is that when you set your fitness goal, whatever it is, you know, you've got a good goal, it's reasonable, it's specific, it's, you know, within a good time frame, like you can actually manage it, all those things that we've just talked about for the past uh, rest of this podcast. And then uh, something comes out of left field, like a lockdown where it's like, oh, now I don't have the gym. Now, you know, my plans are ruined. It's okay to adjust your goal with, you know, changing circumstances, changing situations, and with changing information, whatever that might be in whatever, you know, context of your life. This is probably also like a decent metaphor for for a lot of things in life that like it's okay to change our mind, to change our goals when new information and stuff is presented to us. So, so you know, take that for for whatever it means to you. But so the, so you had a goal to get in the gym every day for the month of January. Obviously, if you live in a place where gyms are closed, that's not happening. If you don't have a gym at home, if you don't have equipment at home, and, and by the way, here's another thing that's just kind of grinding my gears in the past couple of days, speaking to some people. If, if you've been serious about the gym or you claim to be like, oh, I'm serious about my fitness goals and, and I want to like work out and get stronger and stuff at home. And like we're in 2022 now and we're in year two of the pandemic and, and all the workout equipment that you have in your house is like one, you know, 13 pound dumbbell from 1984. Like get some more equipment, get, get real, like make an investment into this. <laughs> like I, I don't know what else to tell you. You gotta, you gotta do something else for it and, or don't complain about, you know, their situation that you have. Like some people have even said to me, oh, you're so lucky that you have a great home gym setup. Like I've got a squat rack, plenty of, plenty of weight, adjustable dumbbells. I got a pretty good home gym. Oh, you're so lucky that you have that. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not lucky. I just bought those things. I paid for them. (laughs) There's nothing, there's nothing lucky about it. Uh, I just paid for them. And, you know, most people who have, have any type of corporate job or any job where you've been able to work from home, uh, you've been making money this whole time where gyms have been closed. So, you know, whatever. If you want to be serious about the gym, then then get serious about it. If you don't want to be serious about it, then that's fine. You're probably not listening to this anyways. So just for whatever that's worth. Now I lost my train of thought. But yeah, so when circumstances change, you, you have to change your goals. If you wanted your goal to get stronger at deadlifts and gyms are closed, you know, you're not improving your deadlift strength by lifting at home, especially if you don't have like a you know, a barbell, you have, you've got weights and stuff, you don't have a barbell and plates, you're obviously not getting better at your deadlifts, but you can choose a new goal. There, there are plenty avenues of fitness. You can work on your cardiovascular health, you're running, you're rowing, you're, you're biking. I guess it's hard in the winter kind of thing, but like you can still run, you can still walk and you can still be healthy. You can still eat healthy. You can still change your goal to do other things and that's okay. So when one roadblock happens, it doesn't mean, oh, totally forget my goals, totally just like throw everything in the toilet and, and, you know, too bad for me. Woe is me. We don't want to do that. Lockdown's going to change things. You know, cir- the different circumstances are going to change things. So I would encourage you to find a new goal. Don't just throw it out and say like, oh, too bad for me. There, there's, there's certainly something else that you can be working on right now with your fitness and health. And you need to find that and you need to work positively toward that instead of just sulking about the fact that your original pan plan is is spoiled so that's that's pretty much all i've got to say on that now i know that choosing some goals can be hard it's like what are the options 
um, send me a message on Instagram if you need help just trying to like figure out what your goals are or even like the the slightest idea of how to go about achieving them send me a message I'm happy to like have that conversation with you and and just work that work that out with you because I, I don't think it's that easy I, I'm maybe making it sound a little bit easy but I'm just trying to give some ways to think about your goals to make them a little bit stronger so that you can actually achieve them another big thing that I that I've failed to mention off the top accountability is a huge thing find an accountability buddy. I'm happy to be that person for you if you have no one else in your life, but it will be much better off if it's someone who's like who you're actually close to. Like, you know, for those of you listening who are like close to me, like, yeah, definitely let's do it. And for anybody else, I'm definitely open to it. But I mean, it will be much stronger uh, of an accountability if you are actually, you know, staying accountable with someone that you talk to regularly. Just make sure that you're working out, make sure that you're eating healthy, make sure you're getting to bed on time, like all these things, just check in with each other, uh, post about it on social media, you know, do like, do your thing. Like I, I find, I find that as a good way for myself that, you know, if I'm not walking, if I'm not posting my walking, people call me out on it and that's great, uh, holds you accountable. So find an accountability buddy. That's another thing that goes a long way because, uh, this stuff is hard. It's not, it's not easy to do or accomplish all of your fitness goals, crush your goals. Like it's not easy. So we need to be together and we need to stick together kind of, I think more than ever before, you know, in light of all the stuff that's going on. Um, so don't be afraid to, to reach out to somebody to ask them just to hold you accountable because you'll also be able to hold them accountable. And you can even do this with someone in your life who you know that they need to make a change and they might be embarrassed about it. So a good way is to approach that person and say, hey, I want you to keep me accountable. And what's going to happen is that, oh, you know what? Yeah, I'll do this with you too. And now you've relieved that pressure from them. But now you feel accountable for that person. So it's a very it's a very strong like connection there where you're both going to get a lot better together. So find that person in your life who who you will hold each other accountable. And, and then, you know, all the things that we've said. Make your goals and stick to them, build on them, build from positivity, and I think we're going to be all just all right. So I hope this is helpful. Um, if you have any other questions, always feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Daniel Yoris. I'm happy to entertain your goal ideas, entertain ways to uh, to achieve those goals and, and maybe create some action steps and, and make a roadmap. And if, if you want to work together in a more not professional, that's not the word, but you know, whatever, a more professional manner, then I'm happy to like, you know, work with you one-on-one as well. So just send me a message. Um, that's it. I appreciate you. I wish you all the best with your fitness goals. Uh, we're going to crush it this year. We're going to have a great year, all of us. And that's it. One step at a time. Consistency is the most important thing. And here we go. I appreciate you listening. Uh, make sure you're <laughs> following the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, whatever, leave a rating and review. Please leave a rating. Actually, uh, I'll make a special note of this one. Please leave a rating on Spotify. They just opened up their rating things a couple weeks ago, and I'll be greatly appreciated if you just go and leave a leave a rating. There's no reviews. It just taps some stars, and that's it. I very much appreciate it. That's all. Hope you have a great rest of the day. Whatever time it is you're listening to this, we'll chat soon.